Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. We appreciate all you guys out there our great listeners, especially our service minimum out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or over at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie. Just, just a little on the strange side. If Brupolo was in Polkville. Oh, yes, it would. That's not one you would expect. Polkville is for sausage. <laughs> that's right. There you go. There you go. That's where oh. the sausage is made. That's right. Well, wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee every day. It doesn't, you don't have to be in Starkville or Tupelo. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place an order to be shipped right to your door. This holiday season, you want to start, you know, you don't want the creepy Folgers. You know, you know that commercial we're talking about that everybody knows? It's a little creepy. Get away from that. Maybe Hugh Freeze drinks that. I don't know. But you should drink Strange Brew Coffee. You can drink it every morning with a trip to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find maroon and white merchandise this holiday season that your family wants. Planning on going to the bowl game? You want to get some new gear? College Corner has you covered. All sorts of great polos, T-shirts, hats, outerwear, and, of course, stuff for the car, for the house, for your tailgate, whatever it is, they've got it at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're in Florida by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Startville's flagship restaurant. Number one, it's the one to go to. The best lunch in town, the best, the best blue plate in town, and then for dinner, it's just fantastic. The food there is just so good. Ate there a couple weeks ago before the Georgia game. Had a steak. Had some mac and cheese. Had some crawfish dip. I had a good meal is what I'm trying to get at. And of course, don't forget to check out Miracle Under Main over at the Guest Room. A winter wonderland right there uh, in Starkville's best kept secret. The Guest Room. Great Christmas theme going on there. Check it out this week. And it's going on all the way through Christmas Eve at the Guest Room. Firehouse Subs, this holiday season, you want to be like Santa? You want to show up with the gifts everybody wants? Show up to your Christmas party with a Firehouse Subs platter. Call your local Firehouse Subs to get the rates. They've got great deals on all the uh, the, the, the party platters that you could possibly want. And, of course, if you're just trying to get lunch, man, Firehouse Subs is a great choice. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Place your order. It's ready within minutes. And, of course, you're going to pick up a bunch of reward points when you pick up your sandwich. Locations Starville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. It's Rumblings Day, Robbie Falk. we got a bunch of questions today, a lot of which have to do with a certain hire that was made at the University of I'm sorry, at Auburn University. Who could that be? I know. I, it is with much regret, and I'm sure you guys will know this by the time this show airs, but uh, that I will be unable to make the press conference because it was held today on Tuesday. And that is the day of the Connerly Trophy presentation. Super Talk uh, traditionally has been there. If it, I swear to you, if it had been on Thursday or Friday, I would have gone. I would have gone. Couldn't do you it. Swear you would have gone. I would have really? gone. I was going to go. Well, I mean, you know, you can't pay for that kind of entertainment. All right, you really can't. I mean, to sit there and John, I can't. I can't wait to see what Cohen says. I really can't. So that that'll have already happened by the time this this podcast airs, but. Just know that I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's jump into our questions here. Uh, Maroon Buffoon, first question. If we had lost the Egg Bowl and Mike Leach was fired, who was your first choice to take the mantle and why would it be Dan Mullen? Well, first off, why why are we jumping in with negativity right off the bat? State State did win the game. I'm not even answering this question. I'm not going to do it. People wanted, 
want that game to have turned out differently so bad. I, when there's not, some people, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, entertain. There this are some people that would have rather Mississippi State lose that game and fire Mike Leach than I win think that you're game. Right. Like, geez, Louise, let's 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 have some. And state one, state one, just you know, enjoy it. Andrew Norwood asked Robbie didn't know which to tag. Oh, it doesn't matter. All right, over under eight and a half mentions of integrity or reform during the Hugh Freeze presser. Eight and a half is a lot. I go under. It's going to be like patterned around, like they did their background checks, Mm -hmm. which isn't true. I talked to 362 people in the industry. Every single one of them said that this man is a man of integrity. He's a man that does things the right way. Roundsville, Ben Garrett. He didn't talk to any. I know he didn't talk to. He didn't talk to any of the sexual assault victims at Liberty who were getting assaulted in their DMs by Hugh Freeze. Yes, he didn't talk to any of them. Yes. Uh, also from Andrew. I digress. Yes. Andrew asks, how long can Thanksgiving leftovers be used in meals before they must be re- removed from the fridge? I, I give everything. F- to me, five days is the max for leftovers. After the fifth day, I'm never going to eat that. It depends on what the leftovers are. That's true, too. The meat is good for five days. The sides, like mashed potatoes, a couple days. Yeah. I'm not eating four-day-old mashed potatoes. I'm just not. Beef. Doesn't beef spoil quicker than like chicken and turkey i don't know the answer to that i had some leftover pork from thanksgiving uh last night when i got home from the game so that's through what two days through through the weekend maybe into monday is probably yeah as far as i'm gonna go yeah you gotta remember i had my thanksgiving on saturday so that's where my dates are a little different but yes you're right yeah i agree i agree uh, Robert Burl, does Yellowwood own stock in Cricket Wireless Burner Phone Production? If so, this Auburn hire makes great financial sense. Today is a good day to have a, to be in the burner phone business, no question. Oh yes, I mean, we hope uh, we hope he's learned that lesson. My goodness, I love the report yesterday that like he's relinquished his Twitter account. He's not going to to use his Twitter account. Realize how embarrassing that is. But he immediately starts tweeting. Well, somebody <laughs> like, else is that tweeting. Yeah. Came out. yeah, somebody else is tweeting. Well, somebody supposedly is tweeting, but I don't know if that's the case. Right. Uh, let's see here. Tucker Medlin. Now that the Golden Egg is in Starkville, is the rivalry toxic again? It will be soon enough. Very soon, we'll start hearing about how this rivalry needs to not be played anymore, and they need to get rid of the trophy and things like that. It's, it's coming. You just go ahead and brace yourself for it. Uh, also, uh, from Tucker, if Sawyer Robertson isn't able to push Will for the job in 2023, is it time to have the bust conversation? I say yes. For, for Sawyer, Sawyer. Robertson. Yeah. Get that uh, highly rated, can't, can't get hold of the job within three years. I, I mean, what are we doing? Well, I'm willing to give him after Will leaves. Hmm. Just because, I mean, I just... I don't think that they're going to. It seems unlikely. Take a job away from Will. What I want to at least see is when he gets on the field that he looks competent. So far, he hasn't done that. Yeah. So. Well, man, he hasn't had a lot of. I know, but the limited reps that he's had. I mean, all I can go on is what I see. So. Yeah, but I mean, at this stage in Dak Prescott's career, I don't think anybody was really pumped about him getting on the field either. I mean, he was a, he was a redshirt sophomore, and I remember pe- people being very scared that he was getting in the game hmm. when Tyler Russell went out. So I, I, mean, I was not just, one of those people. Uh, I'd be willing to bet you probably were. I was not. I, I was, without I was without even going back and researching it, I'd be willing to bet you probably were one of those people that did nah. not want Dak to get on the field. Nah. Yeah, because nah. you, you had seen nothing from him. What did you? What have you had seen from him at that point? From when he was a a redshirt sophomore, he got his first start down at Auburn, or I guess I guess it was against Alcorn, and then he started at Auburn and played well. I was really I know before. I'm talking about before that. I'm talking about whenever, whenever. Oh, okay. um, I see. I see what you're saying because next year will be his redshirt sophomore year for Roberts. Okay, 
I see where you're yeah. going now. I'm saying so you're saying when prior I, to the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying in the Oklahoma oh, okay. State game when Tyler Russell went out with a concussion, I remember people were very nervous about mm. Dak being the starting quarterback. I see now the Auburn game changed everybody's thoughts. Right. But that was the first game that he really like was able to the Alcorn game he started and or whatever game it was. And then the Auburn game was the first game where he was really thrown into a situation against a good team. So what I'm saying is we haven't seen him get in there in a like critical moment. It's been mop up duty. You know, it's been kind of late in ball games, very limited time. He hadn't had a chance to really knock some rust off. So I I don't know what they have right now with him. Right. I know they got uh, some talent, but we just we haven't seen enough of him in a sustained period of time yeah. to really go off of. Brian McDuff, outside of Saban, Kirby, and maybe Dabo, can you think of any long-term, large-dollar guaranteed contracts that have truly paid off? No. I mean, what what did Michigan State do this year? Uh, they finished like four and eight or something like that. They didn't. They're not. They're not bowl eligible. I don't so know. remember, everybody was like freaking out. Hey, we got to get. Mel Tucker's contract. Yeah. And they get they sign this big, huge contract, and immediately he just starts to become mediocre. It, I don't know if it creates complacency or, or what. Well, I mean, I just think it's, you know, it's just such a it's just such a crapshoot. They're five and seven was was Michigan State's final score, final oh, record. Uh God. including a loss to Indiana. Uh, two weeks ago. I'm trying to say, what's their the work? Hoosiers. Lost to Maryland, lost to Minnesota. Not good. Lost to um, Minnesota, yikes. So, I mean, I just feel like it's every year is kind of a crapshoot unless you're one of the elite recruiters, right? Unless you are year in, year out, stacking up top five classes, which A&M has not been doing, if you're looking at that guaranteed contract. And Dabo's contract, I mean, yeah, he's won a couple of national titles. Great, great, but it's pretty obvious the cracks are starting to show in that in that foundation as well. So we shall see. Do you see any legal also from Brian McDuff? Do you see any legal challenges to the eight year private contract that essentially skirts a Mississippi law? Somebody's going to challenge it. I don't know the law well enough to to give you an idea of how that's going to work, but somebody's going to say something. I would think. Like what? I I'm I'm. Struggling to f- figure out what the terms of that contract is. They said that the that there would be four more years in it's, private funds. It's it's done through the uh, the Ole Miss Foundation, which is a private entity, but it's not really a private entity. It exists to support the university. When you look at a university's financials, their foundation money is on is on the list. So I don't I don't know how this is going to work. Somebody is going to challenge it. Do you think that's legit? Like that's the legit contract, or was that just told to reporters? And it's kind of—I mean, I don't know why they would put that out there if it was fake. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it's—I'm sure that's what they're going to try to do. But I said, I said, I expect somebody to challenge it. So, uh, Scott Ming asked, "Have we heard any news on leading candidates for athletic director?" Pretty tight-lipped. Very, it's going to be it's going to be pretty close to the best, I think. Yeah, what is it to figure? My guess is we'll know when we know. Robin Olds asks us: Does Freeze's hire at Auburn makes them make them the most hateable team in the SEC? Well, it's not. It's not go too far. They're not the most hateable team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they'll be up there though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ju- judging by the reactions yesterday, I mean, there's there's not many people on the Hugh Freeze bandwagon. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he, I, I think you could like, I think the biggest issue he's got right now is this the DMing, uh, the women that were sexual assault victims. Yes, I think that's, that's what, the biggest thing. Like, if I think that had not would, come out, you could have, you could have played the whole look, it's been five, six years, it's time to move on, you know. But he did something egregious in July. Yeah. It shows he hasn't grown. He hasn't. He hasn't under. He doesn't understand what he's doing. And that's why people that you know he's learned his lesson. This and that. No, no, he has not. He followed up what he did at Ole Miss by doing things that are to me just as bad as what he did at Ole Miss. 
you know, being unfaithful or whatever he did, you know, that that's a lapse in judgment. Well, now he's do this is he's stacking things on top of other things. Yeah. And still trying to give this image that he's the certain kind of right person. And it's just yeah. not, yeah, it's not matching up. Yeah. All right. Richard Harbison asked us with seeing some that have entered the portal already, who would you go after? Well, I mean, as far as players and the specific players, I don't know, but you tell me you need a, a, you need a pass rusher, a defensive end who can get after the quarterback. That's mm-hmm. probably priority one. Probably a safety or two defensive back, a couple safety, defensive backs, and a corner. You'd like to have somebody come in and challenge for the job that Forbes is is vacating. I'm sure Marcus Banks will get a shot at that, but you wouldn't mind having another guy there. Yeah. Um, I think you might you need a linebacker, you know, because I don't know if Buki Watson's is coming back or not. But you got to replace Tyrus Wheat. You need another. You need another uh, another veteran linebacker would be good. Um. I don't think a I don't think a a transfer quarterback is a bad idea. It's it if you, can you get should go after that, one. It's going to be really tough to get one. Yeah. And then if you if there's a a can't miss receiver kind of prospect, somebody you really like, you, you could take a look at them too. Yep. But defensively, an end, a corner, a safety, a linebacker. That's that's where the the priority. And maybe a kicker. I mean, Braben and Biscardi are both gone. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, I don't really know about their kicking. They're probably do, do need a kicker, and you know we'll see on punter too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, looks like they might be losing Archer as well. So yeah, I don't know. All right. Also from Richard, who are the offensive, defensive, and special teams MVPs for football? Defensive and special teams are easy. It's it's Forbes and it's Tulu. Yes. Offensively. I'm gonna say Dylan Johnson. That, that was where I was going when he was out and not healthy. The mm-hmm. offense was. It's when he struggled the most. Yeah, when it was really humming, mm-hmm. was when he seemed to be the like a, a featured part of the offense and establishing a running game. Yeah. So it, it feels kind of strange saying that about a running back in the air raid, but it really does feel like he's kind of a you know a huge key cog to this thing. And then last one from Richard. Uh, what's the best Christmas snack or dessert? Um, See, my wife my makes, makes so many things. Go ahead. My mom, my mom makes Chex Mix that is just incredible. Home, we homemade we wipe mix? that out. Yeah, yeah, we wipe that out at the a good call house. She uh, puts it in those big tins that you know the yeah. popcorn comes in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She made one of those for Thanksgiving. It's gone. Like the huge nice. ten, you know, fudge. Fudge is always time of a year good where one. fudge is happening. Divinity is happening at this time of year. Big fan. You're of a big that. Divinity fan. I love Divinity. It's good. Is that the stuff that's got like coconut in it? No, it's um. And no, what is that? Ambrosia. Well, no, I mean coconut. There's stuff. Ambrosia doesn't have coconut in it. I don't think. What Ambrosia is more of like a salad. Divinity am, is like it's almost like a meringue cookie. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what what's the thing that's got like coconut in it? I forget what it's called. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of desserts with coconut, but yeah, yeah I know what you're talking the answer, about. The real the answer is there are no bad choices in the holidays. Christmas to me, though, Christmas food is mm-hmm. gr- is significantly better than Thanksgiving food. Well, then you and I live in different worlds because Thanksgiving food is much better for me. Well, uh, turkey is uh, a lesser meat than, say, like a prime rib. I mean, I'm not, or, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. Well, that's why you have turkey and prime rib, if that's what you Yeah, but turkey is a featured item for Thanksgiving. I like turkey. I'm sure you do. You're very dry, boring. Yes, these are the words that people use to describe. Negative. Turkeys are negative. Is that what I'm hearing here? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, Colton Watson asks, how are Austin Williams and Will Rogers roommates if Austin is married? Are we to believe that Will is living in a married couple's basement, hogging their hot water? That was he's one of the not best. Married. He's not married. That was oh. an idiotic post from a message board that made message board geniuses. That was great, actually. <laughs> she's draining she's draining his precious oh. foods. Oh, 
God. Could you be any more cringe? Oh, uh, my gosh. All right. Also from uh, Colton, when we got Leach, I was excited because he's probably the best coach you could have that wouldn't also be linked to other jobs because his eccentricness keeps the big programs off of him, and he's not really the type to want to bounce around a lot, so we don't have to deal with what Ole Miss has done every year. He's also got as many ranked wins as at State as Dan Mullen has had had in nine years. Have we overlooked a lot of his good traits? I, I, I would say that the answer is yes. The problem is the bad traits, the losing the games you shouldn't lose, they kill you. What what, yeah. is, what is the perception of Mike Leach right now if last year he had beaten Memphis and this year he had beaten Kentucky? Yeah, well, I mean, you're looking at eight regular season wins and nine regular season wins. Yeah. So and it's, it looks a lot different. I mean, I mean yeah. You know, people, I mean, the, the wins against A&M, Arcan, our, 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 our Auburn, and Kentucky last year were great. The wins this year, you know, with with uh, Texas A and M, Arkansas, and uh, and Ole Miss, great. But it's just tough to swallow the bad losses, and then that just and that just you know, go back to our first question today. If Mike Leach had lost, I mean, people just want to be negative, man. Yeah, I know better than most. Well, it started on the message boards when people started thinking that he was retiring from, you know, his health or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I get that question like every day. I haven't heard from anybody with any kind of power or substance at Mississippi State mm-hmm. that Mike Leach is anywhere close to retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, if he does, then he is not told anybody in the athletic department. And yeah. so I think that was a that was something that was started after he got the flu and he was having trouble coughing. And somebody said, "Man, I think he's." probably close to retirement with his health or something. And it just went, it just ran rampant. Mm -hmm. And I think from there, you know, people thought people got excited because they thought he's about to be done. And in reality, I I don't think that's anywhere close to happening. So I think people get in their minds that something's going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, they get upset about it. And you lose sight of the fact that Mississippi State's sitting here at eight and four. They have the Egg Bowl trophy. They've done everything that you want them to do. At this point, yeah. Mike Mike Leach's job is to win football games and to win the Egg Bowl, and that's what he did this year. The yeah. only game that that everybody's really upset about right now, like we've always said, is that Kentucky game on the road, where State has not played well since 2014, and um, you know the LSU game that kind of engulfed them. But other than that, they pretty much held chalk the entire way. Yeah. And they and they held chalk to where we all thought they were preseason when we when you and I both said Kentucky and LSU were losses. Yeah. So I, I don't I just don't get what everybody's not everybody but what the people that the Mike Leach detractors are upset about. I've been one of those that doubt what Mike Leach can do here if he runs his offense the way he's run it. But at the same time, I can't sit here and uh, tell you that. He goes eight and four and wins the egg bowl that he that they should move on. Right. You know? All right. Next question comes to us from Patrick Williamson, who says, please rank the following best supporting actors. Christopher Waltz in Inglorious Bastards, Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight, Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, and our Zach Arnett, 20 to 2022 Mississippi <laughs> State football. Good question. Is Christoph Waltz the uh the antagonist? Yeah, he's Colonel Hans Landa. Yeah, God, I love that. Yeah. That uh, he's also really good in uh the Hateful Eight. He's a, he. I think he's best in Django, though. Yes, all three so, of those. I mean, he's just a good actor. We'll just say we'll just say it the way it is. Yeah. Uh, the, my vote for the best would be Heath Ledger, though, as the as the Joker. And that's probably a, the greatest. That should come as no surprise to anyone who's listened to the show. Well, that might be the greatest um uh, role character ever how he played that yeah unbelievable you would have never thought it you know watching some of his uh when when they announced it was him i was just like i don't see how this is ever going to work and then i left the theater i was like that may be the greatest performance i've ever seen like what was that romantic comedy he was in in the 90s like 10 things i hate about you or something like that that's not him what was he what was he in he was in 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 stuff yeah I don't know. Well, he was in something like that. Like, if you watch that, it is, he wasn't 10 Things I Hate About You. Was he? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, How to Lose a Man in 10 Days. 
That's how to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah, right. so you watch that, and then hey, you Robbie, watch you watch one of my movies. <laughs> Always got my shirt off. <laughs> yeah, you watch that, and then you watch Dark Knight, and it's like unreal. Like it's not the same guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, JB Holloway, how much? Well, can- you didn't rank anybody. Oh, I. Goodness. Uh, Ledger, Pesci, Arnett, Waltz, <laughs> Williams. That'll work. That works. Oh, is, that, is that question not good enough for you? Well, I, I, I got, I got into the discussion Knight. there, and I just I didn't, I didn't think about the rankings. They even mentioned something about the Dark Knight to, to play into your wheelhouse, <laughs> and you're rushing through it. Like it's uh, not important. I'm trying to get ahead of this weather, Robbie. That's what I'm oh, trying yes. to do. Uh, JB Holloway, how much did Kiffin damage his likability that he worked so hard to restore over the last few years with the sock issue? With Ole Miss fans, it doesn't matter, but for the rest of the well, I mean, I don't know because people just gravitate towards that guy for some reason. But you, you got to see that Lane Kiffin is still Lane Kiffin, yeah, very immature way to handle it, and you know. John could have handled that situation better as far yeah. as his reporting. But the fact that, you know, he didn't fire back or anything like that, I think says a lot about John and even more about Kiffin. And, um, yeah, we, we saw that Kiffin is the same guy. And I think that's, I think that's going to hurt his candidacy for other jobs. I think it already has hurt his candidacy for other jobs. Mm-hmm. And the whole situation was just not a great one for Ole Miss. Even being able to retain him, you had to spend two hundred two million dollars more to keep him. Um, and you know, turns out you know he might not even gotten the Auburn job anyway. Plus, you lose the Egg Bowl. You have all these distractions. You now know that this is what he's going to do just about every year, and this will come up again. I don't care what anybody tells you about like you know this everything you know being back to normal because he turned down Auburn. No, this will this is implanted in everyone's brain and will come up once again next uh November. I agree. Uh, also from JB, where are the dogs bowling? I mean there's a lot of, of, of smoke around the Gator Bowl with a matchup with Notre Dame. That would be about as good as it gets for Mississippi State. I know a lot of state fans might not want to make their fourth trip to Jacksonville. In just over a decade, but a matchup with Notre Dame is something you can't really pass up. I don't. No, that would be awesome, yeah. and we would get to see our good friend Tyler Horka, Ty, my handsome young son. Yeah, uh, I, talked, I talked to him yesterday. He was in a hotel bar getting ready for a red eye flight out of uh, California. Yeah, he's down there for the uh, the USC game. So, uh, Patrick Swindle, what Thanksgiving food item is the best reheated as leftovers? Mm. Ooh, I had a really Gravy. good, I had a really good plate the other day. Mm-hmm. If the dressing is really good, it doesn't get too dry. Yeah, you can reheat. That's that. good. Yeah, uh, ham, ham reheated is very good. Turkey, turkey is, is iffy. Can be turkey's iffy. iffy again. Depends on how it's cooked. Yeah, I had a smoked turkey, yeah. and the smoked turkey I had the other day was phenomenal. One of the best turkeys I've ever had. Yeah, and well, it was mac very and, good. Mac heated and cheese reheated is always good. You can't stop mac and cheese. Yeah. Unless the cheese goes bad. Right. All right. Uh let's see here. Okay, once again, I'm not I'm not doing reaction letter grades for eight people. Eight things. No, moving on. Yeah, another check one from with, Pat- check with David Murray on that. Yeah. Patrick Swindle, another one from him. What, whether it's this bowl season or sometime in the future, name three teams you would like to see State match up against in a bowl. Obviously, Notre Dame would be, would definitely be one. That's one worth mm-hmm. worth looking at. Um, Clemson is Clemson is one's Clemson been is mentioned one. this that's year. A, that would be a good choice. Um, What's another one that's been a popular I mean, matchup? Iowa. Obviously, well, I don't want to see Iowa again. I'm trying to get some nice, unique matchups. Here. You don't want redemption. <sighs> They went after your friend Brandon Walker. Uh, he got his revenge on them. Um, <laughs> Did he? They were throwing trash at him. <laughs> they didn't hit him, and they lost that game. Somebody like honestly, like uh, Oregon or UCLA, a Pac-12 team. There's UCLA. Some talk- UCLA was another one that I saw. 
Was that a Florida Bowl or Las Vegas? I can't Las Vegas. There's some talk that, yeah, that they want to do a Leach versus Pac-12 Las Vegas Bowl. They could possibly put Washington State in there. I got. I got. I think that that's a possibility. At uh, seven and five. Yeah, they are. I think so. Yeah. So. All right, let's uh, move on into the second half of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Today's the last day of the month, which means it's your last chance to vote for your favorite steakhouse and burger joint in the state of Mississippi. Just go to msbeef.org and place your vote. Super easy, just a quick survey, and that place is going to get the pub that it richly deserves. So many great places across our state selling hamburgers, selling steaks. Tell us which one is your favorite. And, of course, this weekend, if you're looking to cook out, Throwing some beef on the grill, not ever going to be a bad idea. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern soul food. Whenever you're thinking about a night out in Starkville, whenever you're thinking about a place to go grab dinner, Two Brothers should always be towards the top of your list. Some smoked wings, tacos, maybe some pork rind nachos. That's one of the best appetizers in this whole town. Everything's great on the menu, and the people are great inside, too. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service, something that every business likes to promise you. Advantage Business Systems delivers it to you and has for 47 years, which is a really, really long time. So when you need new technology for your business, you call Advantage Business Systems, and if you need service on those products, you get to talk to the same guy who made you the sale. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. This holiday season, you're thinking about what you're going to get dad for Christmas. Head over to the Rogue and shop their collegiate collection. Get dad a new polo, a polo that he actually wants. Not a polo with a logo the size of the sun. Something cool, classic, understated, and it comes from the Rogue, one of the South's top men's clothing stores. Their polos and quarter zips are second to none, and they've got the logos that you want. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue or shop at therogue.com. Drew Marshall, Egg Bowl win, men's basketball undefeated, women's basketball trending in the right direction, Cohen having to introduce freeze. Aside from an AD, what does MSU Athletics want under their tree for Christmas? Uh, Isaac Smith? Yeah, that'll work. That'll be Which I, I think State's in good position. Just you're, I mean, yeah. you've, you've just got to beat out LSU, that's all. Yeah. That's going to be tough, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, Tyler Nelson, you are in control of State's NIL fund. How would you realistically build slash maintain the 2023 roster? Try to keep a COVID senior like Buki Watson, pay more for a high-rated recruit like Isaac Smith, entice a good FCS quarterback to join. My first thought, Robbie, is I'm glad I don't have to make these decisions. Yes. Um, in, in all seriousness, for me, I think it's more important about the future. I would be using that money to try to set up deals for potential recruits, which I know is technically illegal, but we all know how that's going to work. Isaac Smith and guys like that, is, is that's where I would be going. I'd be going after Isaac Smith. I, I was going to say Dante Dowdle, mm-hmm. but since they picked up a Juco running back, I'm not sure they need another running back. I think they're good. Mm-hmm. But um, Isaac Smith definitely is, is a guy you got to get something set up for because you're going to be competing with some big boys for him. Yeah. Um, and then some portal pieces. I, I'm not sure, I don't look at the high school – landscape and see a ton of guys out there that I think state has a chance with that, you know, you need to be spending a lot of NIL on. I think the um, portal is probably where you're going to spend that money. Yeah. All right. Uh, John Carpenter, what is your favorite team to cheer for in each power five conference? Do you have, do you have other outside of the sec? Do you have teams that are just like, I like to watch them play. I like to cheer for them. Um, this year, not really. Yeah, I've kind of just. I sort of go game by game, right? Yeah, like when Michigan when, plays when Michigan most... State, I cheer for Michigan State. But when Michigan yeah. plays Ohio State, I play, cheer for Michigan. 
when I was growing up, it was Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I just I love you're the, basically Catholic at that point. Pretty pretty much. Um but yeah, like when I was growing up, like I I loved the pageantry there. I loved the like just the simple uniforms, logo, like no logo on the helmet and all that stuff. Okay. And I like I would play with them on NCAA too. I yeah. always liked playing with with Florida and uh, Notre Dame on NCAA. Florida, I, I I like to play with LSU because you could just recruit Louisiana so easily. Oh yeah, LSU is always fun when it comes to football. I mean, yeah, I've always said if I hadn't if I grew up differently, I would have picked LSU as my team. I've said it many times. I'd be a great LSU fan. Uh, let's see here. Broken Fairchild. Rank these alternatives for sending in rumblings question after Twitter implodes. Snail mail, email, subreddit, carrier pigeon, text line. Send a raven. That's that's <laughs> how that's how we're gonna do it. <laughs> Quote to Raven, nevermore. Yeah. Uh no, we're not gonna rank those. They're all good. What players uh, currently in transfer portal? I have no idea who all is in the transfer portal. I have no clue. It's it's about to yeah. be nuts. Yeah. So Oh, I gotta check something here real quick. Hold on. The fifth yeah. is when it officially opens. I have to give an update here, possibly. Update. Could be an update coming. Hold on one second. Did you ever watch Unsolved Mysteries when you were younger? Uh yeah. Yes, yes. Always update. The, yes. Update. Yeah. I loved when they gave the update at the end. They All found right. the guy. So Hugh Freeze hire made official yesterday, 5 13 p.m. It's now 10 02 a.m. John Cohen has retweeted two tweets from Cadillac Williams regarding this, but has not made his own tweet or I'm retweeted you, man. or retweeted the official Auburn account tweet on Hugh Freeze. He doesn't. I, he he doesn't agree with this hire. I'm telling you, this is so much I just fun. No, I just it know really it really this is. is fun. I told you when he was hired. Well, I think we both said it. If if Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin are the are the choices, either one of those guys, mm-hmm. then John Cohen doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I agree. And the whole the whole thing about he had a, he has autonomy or whatever. He's it, it's his decision now. Lies. Lies. It would have been Jeff Grimes. It would have been Bill O'Brien. It would have been somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, Kiva's right. Ask, who do you guys think will lead their respective teams in scoring at the end of the year? For the women, it seems like Annie Hayes is the easy answer, right? Well, she's get, she hasn't really been as active as far as scoring. Yeah, but she's going to get there, I feel. I would think mm-hmm. it's probably going to be either Jaquela Jordan or Jessica Carter. Probably maybe Jessica Carter. Okay. Because I think they I think Sam's going to I think Sam likes to establish a a post game. Yeah. And get Jessica involved. Mm-hmm. But it's probably going to be Annie or Jessica. Okay. Or Jaquela Jordan. For the men it's going to be Tolu. I don't yes. have any there's no question about that in my He mind. is the unquestioned yeah. Guy. Also from Kivas, what with Luke Altmaier transferring, is he a viable option for MSU? I mean, if he wants to come in and compete, possibly, but I feel like he would probably want to go places where he could have a much better chance of being the starter. Yeah, there's no way he comes here with Will Rogers, an established starter here. Yeah. That's why he's leaving Ole Miss. Right, yeah. He, he's going to find a place where he would be the favorite going into spring. I, also, don't, think he's, I don't think he's all that different than Sawyer. But his skill set to me would be pretty solid in this offense. I think he can make just about every throw. If and Will wasn't here, I would be all in favor of going after Altmaier. Yeah. So, and I'm I mean, like, I just, I feel like he's more mobile in the pocket and he can make, Had a bigger arm, make throws. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the Thanksgiving week? I mean, the meal. I, I, yeah. The meal. I mean, if we're, if we're not talking about the game, you know, the, the getting together with friends and family and enjoying myself and eating a great meal, that's the best part. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, Jay in Baltimore, uh, a local high school team is putting in some additional handicap seating in their stadium. 
Do you recommend they use portable chairs or something more stable, maybe even bolt secure, you know, just in case? Yeah, you gotta gotta bolt those chairs down. You don't want them, somebody. I mean, not that anybody would ever take those chairs and throw them or anything. That, who that's unheard of. I mean, who has loose chairs sitting in the student section? Mm-hmm. What was that? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Also, John, from I, John Cohen just said he freeze was at the top of our list from the beginning, beginning, and we never wavered. It was their number one choice. Well, that's a lie, but okay. Uh, also from Jay, World Cup-inspired question, what national team has the best nickname? England is the Three Lions. Belgium is the Red Devils. Australia is the Socceroos. France is Le Blues. The best one, though, is a team that's not in this World Cup. The Nigerian Super Eagles. Yes, I mean, I I don't even like soccer, but yeah. I mean, if you, you hear Super Eagles, you're excited, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. There you go. Put an right. S on their chest. Yeah. Rob Hadaway, what is the real-world equivalent to Lane burning two of his three timeouts on a two-point play when it was very likely he might need more than one timeout to win? Is this like paying your water bill when you don't have enough money to pay the mortgage? I have no doubt that had he just saved those timeouts, mm-hmm. they would have gotten the ball back. They wouldn't have had a lot of time, but I think they would have. I think they would have held State without a first down, and State would be having to defend, you mm-hmm. know, a field goal. And they just or need something. a field goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that would have been that would have been would tough. Have been, would not have been pleasant. Uh, also from Rob, weirder stat: MSU having won three of the last four in Oxford, or having lost three of the last four in Starkville. The road team has had the upper hand recently in this series. For a long time, it was the home team. And now that's kind of, you know, even as, as late as this year, we, there was a narrative out there that the, um, the home team was more successful of late, but that's kind of flipping a little bit. Especially states really struggled with Ole Miss at home since 2011. But 2011, they ran through them. 2009, they got a, they got two touchdown win, and since then, you have two wins, mm-hmm. and both of them were had you know some strange circumstances had to happen at the end of the game to win. Yeah. yeah. But state has blown out Ole Miss a couple of times at their place. Yeah, yeah, eighteen and sixteen were were big wins for state. One by thirty five and thirty two. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Miller, how little confidence does Auburn have in Cohen to make a hire that they wouldn't even let him get into his options after Kiffin? before forcing the freeze higher. What, what do you mean? What are you talking about, Andrew? As we just heard, freeze was the number one candidate. And there you have it. No question about it. No AD has ever had to pivot from their number one candidate. They have they have nailed it every single time. And no one has ever turned down an offer. Exactly. All right, let's move through this here. Uh, Rob Montgomery, if you had to bet on one of the basketball teams making the NCAA tournament and the other not, who would you put money on making it? The women. Yeah, although I'm, you know, men keep playing well. I think what's going to eventually haunt the men is the inability to score. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, if they're nine and zero after next Saturday or next Sunday, if they beat Minnesota, I'm going to be thinking they have a chance. If they if they somehow slip through and go undefeated in non conference play, I mean, eight conference wins, yeah, might get you in yeah. eight and ten. Isn't it 18 conference games? Yes. Can 8 and 10 get them in? 8 and 10 could probably get them in if they have – what would they need to have? They would. Have, they have how many non-conference games left? Uh, five. Five, so if Isn't they – 12 say, non-conference? Okay. Okay, so let's say, let's say they're 11 and 1, and then they're – so they're 8, 19 and 11. If they have wins over Marquette, Utah, and Minnesota, those might – they would probably – Minnesota's be pretty bad. But they would be on the bubble, let's just say. Um, Drake, I think, is, is going is to be a tough I forgot about Drake, task. yeah. That's going to be a tough TCU, game. TCU, aren't they playing TCU? They're, yes. You know, that'll well, by be – By the way, real quick, we haven't talked about this. What do you think – you know, this is the last year now of the SEC Big 12 Challenge. It will become the SEC-ACC Challenge next year. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah, it. I like new, the, new choices. Yeah, I like uh, I we're like some gonna options see, uh, there. Like we're never going to see Duke or North Carolina here at the Hump, but 
we could see Wake Forest or Clemson or Boston College. I mean, he's got some got some good good opportunities there. Syracuse. Syracuse, yeah. There, there's there's a lot bigger names, I think, in there. Yeah. Um so that's fun. That yeah. It would be fun to watch. I like that. Uh Hunter Boland, what is one dish your family cooks every year at Thanksgiving that isn't at any other family's Thanksgiving? I know mine. What's yours? Um I don't know if I have a I mean we we're pretty traditional. Yeah. We do ham we do ham sometimes. We do turkey for sure every year. So I mean that that's mm-hmm. not really a change. Is there a side? My sister my sister has started making uh crawfish bisque. That's a great choice, man. Love and that. It was uh it was delicious yeah. the other day. So my cousin had four bowls. <laughs> my cousin my cousin Ben, he gets mad that I say my cousin. He's a he was a recluse personality that doesn't want anybody to know he exists unless it's on this show. And that's yeah. when he wants his name to be mentioned. So uh there's your plug. Ben, there you go. Ben Hodge. There you go. He ate so, four bowls of that. So it's not that in no other family makes it. It's just that I think my wife's family makes it, but she makes this thing called cherry salad. I mentioned it last week where like the main ingredient is Cool Whip and there's like condensed milk and cherry pie filling and pineapple and Coke. It's it's just this weird concoction. They love it, though. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool, cool whip. Brad. Yeah. You can't, can't have pie without Cool Whip. Uh, Scott Ming, I'm really liking the men's basketball new era so far, but the amount of three-pointers taken and not falling and not driving to the basket cause much thought or concern. Well, that's just what basketball is these days. It's about shooting three-pointers. That's that's what everybody wants. That's what everybody's just trying to do. State's just not very good at it this year. And te- I mean, and, and teams are kind of packing the paint. Yeah, they're letting them do it. That. Yeah. They they know that Tolu Smith is is dangerous, and they're not giving him – opportunities but there there's some lanes there for them to drive and and lay it up or draw fouls yeah that and i think they started doing that a little bit on uh on monday night but yeah then there's there they are settling a little bit yeah the women are doing the same thing both teams are kind of the same yeah uh john burnett if howland were still here i'd bet my kids college fun on them losing the first old miss game what is y'all's gut feeling this year i think state will get that one I think I think Jans knows how important it is. Is that at Ole Miss? It's a state. January seventh, CBS, uh, two p.m. tip off on a Saturday. Yeah, I think they're going to win that. Yeah, I think there's going to be a good crowd too. Yeah, I think when SEC hits, it's, it's going to really pick up because Monday, I'm sure you noticed it too. It started filling in. It was almost like it was kind of yeah, like the parade kept them. Yeah, uh, kept them away for the first part, but it filled in nicely for a Monday night, right after Thanksgiving, non-conference against a nobody op- opponent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's getting there. I think we're slowly seeing this build by SEC play. They, they got Alabama at home, I think, to start. That could be a huge crowd because that team's going to be highly ranked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's that that's that should go Mississippi State's way, but who knows. Coach Freeze was transparent in his past transgressions. He showed remorse and had an accountability plan he's used for the last five-plus years. Everything he disclosed turned out to be accurate. Was part of his accountability plan continuing to message the victims of sexual assault, John? Isn't, it, isn't this the same press conference that Jerry Falwell Jr. had a few years ago? I just want to get up there and be like, I have sinned against you. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Jimmy Swaggart? Yeah, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> How about Jimmy Swaggart and Jerry Lee Lewis were first cousins? Had no idea. But it's perfect. Oh gosh. I just feel I feel gross whenever Hugh Freeze talks. It's when rough. I see his tweets. I, I just feel gross. Hugh Freeze is crying for Brandon Marcello. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Just moving forward with our lives. R.J. Sweatman, with P5 schools relying more and more on the transfer portal, how is this going to affect high school recruiting? I think we're going to see a lot more, I think, in the next couple of years. Some some guys who are like good three-star players that Mississippi State would normally take are going to end up at group of five schools because State's going to say, don't really want to work on developing those guys when I can go to the portal and get a guy. 
Yeah, no, that's definitely been the direction for a lot of teams. I think that eventually that's going to come back and haunt you. Yeah. If you get, if you lean that route, it's going to be a lot like Jackie and 01 with the JUCOs. Yeah. Because you're going to have guys that don't hit. You're going to have guys that are ticked that they didn't get their NIL money. Word's going to get out. I think that's going to affect teams like Texas A&M for sure. Yeah, I agree. And we'll see I on agree. Ole Miss. I thought Ole Miss, the Ole Miss guys, most of them hit. Yeah. But, like, what's going on with Michael Trigg? Supposedly he's suspended. I thought he was out for the season with an injury anyway. Yeah, but like uh I think I think Kiffin said that he was suspended too. Yeah. So I mean like yeah. that's he must have done something serious. I don't know. I don't know. Uh Sheldon Nations, how would people feel about the air raid today if Ole Miss scores three more points? I mean, you already know the answer to that, Sheldon. It's bad. They would feel bad about it. I don't think that's people a... would necessarily feel good about the air raid as it is. State's offense was not particularly great in the Egg Bowl. At the same time, you know, if State scores on that possession where they fumbled, they they beat Ole Miss by two touchdowns yeah. running away. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh God, there's a fake Cohen account. Mute. Oh no. Uh, walking bully. What question would you ask Cohen at the presser? Mine. John, what specifically about hiring Freeze necessitated the need for a PR firm? Was it the Briarcrest allegations, the affairs, the escorts, the DMs to sexual assault victims, or something else? Yeah, feels like all of them. All of the above. Yeah. Andy Lossick wants to know our choice of blackened seasonings. I'm a Zatarans man for blackening seasoning. I haven't I haven't done any blackening. It's good. It's good. Well, some blackened like fish. Chicken. Yeah, you can do fish. Absolutely. I have I haven't done any I'm I'm not a huge uh like blackening fish or yeah chicken guy. Unless I, I like it though. Also from Andy, uh, is there a hex on the white script helmets? How what else could explain how terribly state played in them against te- Kentucky and Auburn? Maybe there are stranger forces, stronger forces backing the banner M than we know. The dead Indians, they love the banner M. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just I'm not going to go down that path yet because I'm I'm so giddy about the state script mm-hmm. that I, I I can't say it's a curse. I'm just going to blame that on playing at Kentucky in in bad weather against a motivated Auburn team. There you go. Uh, for they, they need to wear they need to wear them against like uh you know next year like against first game Southeast Louisiana. Yeah, just get that out of the way. Yeah. Now, our luck, they would probably it'd be another you know Dan wearing shorts versus yeah. South Alabama <laughs> game. Yeah. Leach comes out there in his cargo shorts and State loses by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, for Polk, did Robbie sing the Colonel Reb is crying song? You did sing that last week, didn't you? Then you you hit you hit, hit a little bit of it. No, I think that I think they think that I did that song. Oh. No, you did not. That was Chris Vernon, right? I don't know. I, I don't know who did it. I'm pretty sure it's Chris Vernon from uh, from Memphis Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. I mean, uh, did you ever? I, I mean, to... I might not sound great, but surely I sound better than that. <laughs> did you ever get to listen to the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross rewatchables pot rewatchables pot? I did. I did. Have you made your decision for Christ? Uh, let's <laughs> see here. I got a text here. Oh. Well, that's good news for me. Robbie, I just received word that they have canceled our remote. So we got up early for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is good news. I really did not want to drive down there. That's that's good stuff. I don't really want to drive to the hump tonight, but yeah. It's actually a big relief. I was worried about that. And so was my wife. So, All right, last one from my Ford, because I want to bring this up. One of the guys in the My Deer Camp says, Hello, Brian. First time he ever got into a fantasy basketball league, he bought Michael Jordan. He bartended at Cheers, and his name is Dwayne. Says he was the one who did the upside-down margaritas at Cheers. I remember Dwayne really well. I remember that fantasy basketball league uh, really well. Tell Dwayne to make you some red-eye gravy. He's a good cook and a good guy. Miss Dwayne. I miss the days at Cheers. I, that was my bar in college. I loved going to uh, to Cheers. I knew that whole crew. So, good times. Uh the rumbling bully, 
Should State have had Leach or someone tweet something about the chairs being thrown on the field? Why do chairs get less pressed on a mustard bottle? I can't believe the SEC is not going to find them. Yeah. I mean, that, that should be a well, last year it was, fine, right? Last year it was 250000 for Tennessee. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's because it was during the game versus after the game, but it doesn't matter. They didn't do anything. The, the refs didn't do anything about it. I think Glenn yeah. Waddle might have thrown something out yeah. uh, telling people to stop throwing things, but that didn't work. Yeah, you know that some some dudes climbing up in the stands, like telling people to to quit, and they're throwing stuff at him. But throw chairs out on the field. I mean, I don't know, Brian, but to me, a chair is more dangerous than a mustard bottle. No, you're right, and even a golf ball. But you know, whatever. I mean, I'm with you. Man. I'm with uh, you. the only thing that that's doing when you don't when you don't lay down the law with that is people start to think that they can do that every game. When something bad happens, they can film something and put it on old row on Snapchat or Instagram yeah. and stuff like that and you know throw chairs at players. And it's like I said the other day, like do you people think this is the ECW arena circa nineteen ninety six? Where Terry Funk's asking for a chair and they just start <laughs> chunking all their chairs into the <laughs> ring. Do you think do you think that that's what this is? This is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Not, and the, nobody in that Ole Miss student section knew what ACW was. Not one. What I laughed at was like the, you know, the little frat guy and his girlfriend flipping off, uh, you know, Randy Charlton and, and doing the, come on. If that dude fell over yeah. and was standing two feet from Randy Charlton, mm -hmm. he would poop his pants. Yeah. But he's Hope you're wearing the brown the, pants. He's protected by the brick wall, and Randy Charlton's going to get suspended if he uh, exactly. does anything to the kid. But I exactly. love that. Come on, do something about it. Okay. Go, get, go down there and stand face-to-face -face with Randy Charlton and say that, please. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Mangum Cafe, rank these funny MSU interactions. Anthony Dixon, fun, fun, fun. Hunter Renfro's donut thief. KJ writes, I hate Ole Miss tweet, or Joe Moorhead popping off. <laughs> what is the donut thief? I don't know what the, don the donut thief is. I don't remember that. Uh, I'm going to also add Dan Mullins. Uh, there's only one program. Oh, was in the, the donut thief the, the possum? I have remember no idea. Him and uh, Wes Ray caught the possum outside of Chipley's. That must be it then, yes. Okay, was, yes. He deleted yes. that. He had to delete that tweet because... Like, PETA got mad that he caught a possum by the tail and then let it go. Like, how other way is there to catch a possum? You don't want to touch its mouth. Bite the hell time, out of you. I remember one time we were coming out of uh, interviews at, I don't know if you were there or not, at, mm -hmm. um, at the SEAL. Mm -hmm. I think it was 2014, and we were walking I out. I been there. Yeah. And I saw a raccoon in mm -hmm. the garbage. And Cedric Giles came out. I mean, you'll appreciate this because you're from the same area as him. Yeah. And I was like, there's a, there's a possum. I mean, there's a, a raccoon in the trash. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we see that thing all the time. He grabbed the raccoon by the tail and let it go into the, like, just into the abyss. And it's like, we do this, we, we do this all the time growing up in Vicksburg. It's not that big of a deal. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you live in the South, man. There's possums and stuff around. All right, I want to add a couple to this, though. I want to add Mullins. Uh, there's UT one program in the state oh. that's on the right. What were you going to say? UT Chattanooga. UT Chattanooga needs to be on this list. Absolutely, it does. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there another one that, that we're missing here? Oh, Lamar Peters, when he said, I guess I just woke up. Do you remember that? Uh no, yeah. Was it? I guess I just woke up, or I guess I was sleeping, or something. Well, he, he, we asked, you know, what happened in the second half. He's like, I guess I just woke up, and this was like a game after he had missed a game because he yeah. overslept. That's a good one. That was funny. There's a and then just on a personal note, one time we were interviewing Fitz, Fitzgerald's walking up to the podium, and Tyler Horker made a fat joke about me, and I was like, I can't believe we're body shaming in the year 2022. Can you believe this, Nick? And Nick <laughs> just goes. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but that made me laugh really hard. And then one time, Dak called out uh, Joel for wearing his... Wearing uh, the Atlanta hat. Atlanta yeah. hat. He thought it was Alabama, oh, it was Alabama or something. Hat. 
I had a conversation with Dak one time that I, I was talking to Bill Martin about the Saints. You know, Bill was a big Saints fan, just like I am. And I was like, I, he was talking to Dak at the time. And I was like, are you a Saints fan? And Dak looked at me and he said, F no. Just yeah. Like that. I was like, okay. He's like, I didn't like the Saints, that. didn't like the uh, the Tigers of LSU. It was no. really weird. Didn't like, um, uh, didn't like, he was a cowboy. But, but I, you know, you think about Dak and that cultivated image of his, and he just dropped that F bomb on me. He's like, no. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. But then you have like the stuff with, uh, with Dan where he, you know, Ben Waite was like freaking out. I'm freaking it, like, out, man. Dan, Dan, Dan making fun of me because I've mentioned something about Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Dan making fun and, of your uh, wife calling you that time. You remember that time he, we were talking about wrestling or something? He's like, yeah, I, I remember watching that back in the day. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And we were just like, what? <laughs> the NWO? That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think that Howland never really gave us one. Uh, Lamon, has Lamonis ever done anything? That was, Lamonis, when he was like, that's, that's, that, I'm glad we don't have to hear Robbie Falk. Yeah, the, I was uh, like, I was sitting there like, just what? called you even... out at the cultural series. <laughs> and then unfollowed me on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, Thanks, I have no idea what I did to, to curse Lamonis, but. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, Peyton Dungan, have you ever seen a more impressive effort play than Tulu stealing that fumble recovery from Ole Miss? That is one of the biggest plays of the game. And I don't think enough people talk about it. You know, I didn't notice that live. We were watching. All I was thinking was, oh, my God, they just fumbled the football inexplicably. Yeah. And that, that's the only thing that I was thinking at the time. But when I went back and it. watched that, like, that was – When the ball's on the ground at first, Tulu is not in the picture that you see where Otis Reese is about to scoop that up, and he somehow beat him to it. I mean, that's just, that's just hustle, man. I mean, that's just – Hustle and heart. Yeah. Ryan Sparks, does any fan base pivot as hard as Ole Miss does on a coach without an on-field result? Friday, Lane ain't beat nobody. Good riddance. Now, <laughs> we love him. He's staying forever. They did the same with Freeze. Stand by him till the very end. Now he's a joke. The the pivot from Ole Miss fans who were who were tweeting out, he's never beaten a team with a winning record, and his best win is what? And, you know, we've got we've got we'll we'll get another great coach. We're gonna get Luke Fickle. And now it's just like he's gonna be here forever. It's just the most typical thing ever. It's, I just can't believe the differences in these two fan bases. Mm-hmm. To have a, to have two teams that are in the same state. The same people who grow up in the same communities are totally different people. Like, you know, Mississippi State fans, you know, from the start seem skeptical. And it's like the first thing that goes bad, you know, they're, they're wanting to move on to somebody else. Right. And, and that's, that's kind of the thing, the theme throughout the whole thing is, you know, Mike Leach – uh, won't adapt. He's he's not going to run the football. And the Ole Miss fans will just create this uh this figurehead at the top of their program into this you know savior. Mm-hmm. And then whenever it looks like the person's leaving or they they do leave, then you start saying what everybody else is saying about that person. It's just exactly. the weirdest thing. Wow. Oh well. Uh, I think this might be, yeah, is there a last one here from John Burnett? I agree with what y'all said about Forbes being all SEC. I do believe there's a greater than zero chance that the other media in the SEC don't vote for him because of the helmet logo. What do you think? Now, I, I think Forbes will definitely be first team all SEC. Now, we've been talking about it this morning, not named a finalist to the Thorpe Award, which is just an absolute joke. And I, I try not to get too emotional or too, you know, too up in my feelings about some of these awards. You know, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theory guy or anything like that, but this is a joke. This guy leads the nation in interceptions and an interceptions return for a touchdown. And he's not he's not even a finalist. He should win it. Let alone be a finalist for it. It's like I said to you earlier like there you know, you could you could argue that he might not win it, but it would be kind of futile when you look at the stats mm-hmm. and you look at who he plays to, for him, not even to be in the top three is an absolute travesty, just a mm-hmm. joke. And I, I'm Two the same the way. Three like the, finalists I mean, have three picks and he has three touchdowns. Yeah. Yes. He, he has four touchdowns, doesn't he? Is it this year? Uh, does he have four? Three. No, it's, three. it's three, but yeah. still, yeah. 
three of his interceptions went for touchdowns. These other two guys have three picks total. It's, it's uh, I can't I can't believe it. I, I He'll be first team All SEC though. I, I I do believe that. should be first team All American. Really should. I, you you cannot convince me there's a better cornerback in the country than Mano Forbes. I'm just not going to believe it. I agree. So, all right. Uh, tomorrow's show. Not quite, you know, this is that time of year where we have a little bit of a gap, but we'll find some things to talk about for sure. Uh, bowl projections, maybe some recruiting. State picked up a commitment. We haven't talked about him yet. We'll, 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 we'll throw that in there. Some men's and women's basketball. A lot of good stuff to talk about as we go forward. Uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.